Welcome to this week's episode of the Broken Hearts Club with Michelle Garbutt. I'm your host, Michelle. And this week, I wanted to dive into denial with you and having to bring a certain level of awareness to what's happened to us and taking off those rose-colored glasses. But before I get into that, I want to share a special announcement with you. I've just announced that I have an immersive workshop experience coming up on the 18th to the 21st of May. This is three-day, three-night women's only masterclass and it's aimed at partnering yourself in an empowered way. We will be covering emotion regulation, learning how to regulate yourself, getting comfortable with those uncomfortable conversations. We'll be looking at values, how to partner yourself, how to show up for you, how to tap into your human needs and understand them because they're individual for everyone and maybe how you're not meeting them in the most empowered way. It's going to be an amazing long weekend. It's going to be held on the Southern Highlands in New South Wales, just south of Sydney. It is going to be a beautiful experience. It's limited to six spots just because I want to make sure that people walk away with that powerful shift transformation that they need. And you will also have an action plan that is individual for you, where you're at and what you want to achieve. So I'm going to pop a link in the show notes for that. Um, Yeah, reach out if you have any questions. But this is going to be an amazing experience. This is not a retreat. This is a masterclass. Um, Yeah, it's going to kick your butt, but it's going to give you the transformation that you need. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. And this is inspired from recent conversations that I am having with some of my clients and also some of the things that I'm seeing on social media. So we have all these beautiful tools available to us and I use them with my clients, um, you know, going through a forgiveness process, writing a letter, getting all your feelings out, journaling, you know, maybe um, doing a meditation where you make the person your ex or the person that you have an issue with, voicing your feelings. There's so many different beautiful tools that you can help to use to help you move forward. The thing is, if you're not actually seeing what has happened to you, if you're not accepting, if you're in denial of what has happened to you, if you still got those rose-colored glasses on and you are looking, we always look back with more positivity than we do, we romanticize our ex-relationships. And sometimes we can forget the bad thing that happened to us. Sometimes we have disassociated ourselves from them. We have buried the memories as a survival mechanism to be able to stay in the situation that we're in. We don't want to acknowledge what has happened to us. There might be a level of embarrassment and shame. So we just push it away and ignore it, which is helpful when we're in the situation and we need to just get through it and survive. If you've been in a toxic relationship, an abusive one, you've probably experienced this, right? You disassociate. You don't really want to take on the full impact of what's happened to you. And when we come out of it, sometimes we don't want to acknowledge what has happened in our abusive relationships, in our toxic relationships, in our unhealthy place that we were, 
because we then feel shame about it, we feel embarrassed, you know, it's it's kind of admitting the things that we were tolerating that we never thought we would and so we ignore it. The problem with ignoring it is that nothing's going to change. We're not going to be able to move forward without ignoring it. The healing starts with acknowledging what has happened. And that might be extremely hard. And that's why it's extremely helpful and important to have the right support during that process. And also being in a place where you feel safe and that you're not going to be judged because you're already judging yourself enough for what you put yourself through, for what you allowed to happen to you, for what you ignore, for what you tolerated, all of those things that are running through your head, sometimes we don't want to share with our family and friends. And this is where that getting the external support is so key because when you're working with someone who doesn't know you, you don't feel as judged. You don't feel that they're going to judge you. And a good coach, mentor, counselor, whoever you see, therapist, should never be judging you. And if you feel like they are judging you, then maybe you need to find a new one. But it's different when we start talking to our friends and family. And so we don't share with them what has happened, which means we're just continuing to deny and not acknowledge the experiences that we've been through and to be able to let go of those experiences and to be able to heal and to be able to move forward and to work through any wounds, the repercussions of those situations that we've put ourselves through. We need to acknowledge them. We need to to say this happened. And this is a really big and can be a big breaking point, right? This can really bring you down. So having the right support while you do this is imperative. It's really, really key. And I've had some people talk about this recently and they've mentioned that that was so hard for them. And they didn't have the support and they didn't want to talk to people that they knew. And it was dark days and it's totally understandable. But to be able to move forward, we have to acknowledge what we've been through. And I'm not saying we relive those events, no, no, because we don't want to relive trauma. But to be able to move forward and to be able to then work through the feelings and the stimulants that come up and cause chemical reactions to start in the brain and to be able to build new neuro pathways, we need to acknowledge what's happened and the impact that that has happened, had on us. Most of the people that I talk to or even from my own personal experiences, it impacts your self-worth, your self-esteem, your confidence, feeling that you can be loved, feeling that you are deserving, a feeling that even your emotions and your valids and your opinion aren't even valid. So we really have to come back to the core of what happened. And it's not about reliving it. It's just about acknowledging the experience that you've been through. And you need to be able to do that in a safe and supportive space. But it is a key part of being able to move forward. And... I just wanted to bring awareness to this because now sometimes if it's extremely traumatic event, we black it out and that's the body's way of moving forward and being able to cope either in the situation or to continue moving forward through life. We just black that part out. You might have flashbacks. Things might start coming up when you get into a safe environment. You may have recognition later on. 
these are all normal things from traumatic events. But to be able to move through them and to move forward, there needs to be that awareness of what happened and not denying it and taking off those rose-colored glasses and seeing the person for who they truly are, which is quite hard. You've been in a relationship with someone for so many years. You thought they loved you. You loved them. There are possibly trauma bonds keeping you connected. You're feeling so unworthy. But to be able to move forward, we have to see the person for what they were, who they were, how they treated us, how they made us feel, acknowledging, accepting that is part of the process of moving forward. And it can be an extremely hard part of that process. So I do recommend that you work with someone if you're going through this and you don't think that you can face it alone. Definitely seek out help from myself. It's part of the coaching that I do as a breakup coach and personal relationship coach. It's about partnering yourself and that's part of that process. So just really finding the support that you need, but know that everyone... Don't feel ashamed that, A, you're denying it, B, that it happened. We all have experiences that we're not screaming from the rooftops about and that, you know, there are, we do feel a little bit of shame about. But accepting them can help us release the shame and move forward so that those relationships or experiences are no longer impacting us as we move forward through life. And I... I think this is a key thing that is missing sometimes when you speak to someone, you speak to a therapist, you speak to a coach or a mentor, you know, they're like, oh, especially if you've come out of a a hard life experience or a hard relationship, it's been abusive, it's been toxic. People can sometimes go to you, oh, no, get get those emotions out, get, get it out you got to acknowledge the experience first and then you can write the letter, you can get out the feelings, you can burn the letter, you can do all the journaling, you can do the meditation, you can do what I, part of my, what I facilitate with people are called soul journeys and you can't go into a soul journey, you can't get yourself into a relaxed state to be able to acknowledge what's happened to you, you can't face something, you can't deal with something until you've actually acknowledged that it's happened and to the true capacity that it has. And from my own personal experience, I know this, and I know this only too well. There were parts of my relationship that I ignored, that I forgot the memories of, and as a coping mechanism, I guess, to just keep going because I didn't want to see my ex in that light. I Even with um, a partnership in another one, um, my partner, and I knew, I knew he was cheating, but I just didn't want to acknowledge it. And my friends were telling me and I didn't want to, I didn't want to acknowledge it. And when we broke up, because I could no longer ignore the evidence, it was really hard for me to admit to other people the extent that it had gotten to and to actually say, you know what, he really has been cheating since day dot. And that taking that step and admitting the things that had happened that he had been cheating on me from day one that I wasn't going freaking insane he'd tell me I was you know he'd blame me you're you're the one who's cheating you're the one who's cheating um if you know if you're worried about this so much it's you it's you and even 
like you know saying I was paranoid and I couldn't like you know I wasn't trusting him and all of these things they have an impact on you and I came out of that relationship you know with my self-confidence knocked a little bit my self-esteem and I had to rebuild that up but I also because he was manipulating the way that I was thinking or was denying what I was thinking I also lost that trust in my intuitive nature in my knowing so I had to rebuild that and these are all the things that we can't start working on it until we actually acknowledge what happened and it wasn't until I acknowledged how much he was cheating on me that I was able to fix the situation move out and then focus on all of the things that had been a carry-on effect from that so it is a necessary step of moving forward. And, you know, if you have been in a traumatic relationship and it has been over a long period of time, you don't have to acknowledge it all in one go. Like you don't need to sit down in an hour session in the first session with your coach or with me and go list everything, ramble it all off because that can be too overwhelming as well, just acknowledging slowly the things that have happened to you that you're comfortable with acknowledging and continuing to work through that acknowledgement and and to accept what has happened and then move forward and acknowledge the carry-on, the implications, the effects that you continue to carry with you from those shitty situations. And... That can be really hard because that's vulnerable. You have to be extremely vulnerable and open and honest with yourself. Sometimes we don't want to be honest with ourselves. But if you're going to heal, if you're going to be able to move forward, if you want that beautiful, bright future that you want, there's going to have to be some self-honesty. There is going to have to be some vulnerability. And I tell you, that vulnerability and that honesty with yourself is a lot braver than... Pretending that everything is okay or being the strong person because I have been the strong person and I have been the person that has been vulnerable and has been open and has been honest and the most growth and development and the ability to be able to regulate myself and understand myself and to live more chill comes from that vulnerability and honesty and that opening up of who I am and being authentic to myself and being honest with myself. That's where you see the growth, the change, and that's where you find the calm and the peace and the ability to move towards the life that you want. But it is an important step. And so you may see all these beautiful, encouraging tools online of how to move forward. But first you have to understand what you're moving forward from. I hope you have found this episode helpful. And I do recommend if you do want to work with someone around this, if you really are ready to be open and honest, please reach out to myself or another therapist, coach, psychologist, counselor, whatever works and resonates with you to have that additional support to hold that safe space, somewhere where you can be vulnerable and open and honest, somewhere where you're not going to be judged because these are all key components for you to be able to open up in the way that you need to. Please feel free to share with anyone that you feel may benefit from this. Don't forget to like and follow the podcast. 
you can also follow me on social media, Michelle underscore Garbett on Instagram. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, to learn, to focus on yourself and hopefully get some tips and tools that will help you get through your breakup and show you how to partner yourself in an empowered way. Don't forget the three-day masterclass link down below if you want more information. Thank you so much. And I look forward to connecting with you next week. Ciao for now.